0: Hi, we are the sisters of Hermanas con Vinyl. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Monica. Happy
1: Pride Month! We're back after a little hiatus, and we ended up in Pride Month. Yes! <laughs> Which our theme has nothing to do with that. Um, we're considering... Maybe mm-hmm. future episodes, so mm-hmm. stay tuned.
0: Yeah, I think it's also just like, um, you know, collecting more vinyl of LGBTQIA artists. Yeah, stuff that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And as you can tell, the title of this, um, this episode is called In a Funk. Um, this episode has nothing to do with funk music either, so we apologize for
1: that as well. Yeah, we have to collect more of that. I'm also under the weather, Monica, but I promise I'm still Monica. She is still Monica. I'm sitting in the room with her right
0: now. I'm living, breathing. Just stuffy-nosed. So we, I think we have a few things to catch up on, no?
1: We do. We have I a lot. I think...
0: Mm, when was the last episode? It's been
1: a minute. Mm-hmm. Spring. hmm So we did see Molly Birch. We so did. So that was a part of our, like, spring plans. Right.
0: Um, We did see Wild Bell. So, like, I think we covered that yeah. in the last episode, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think the concert that... Um, that was like on our radar was Cayetano, right? Or- we talked about Cayetano oh, okay. too, right? Oh, that was canceled. Uh, we clearly don't listen to our episodes. <laughs> um, but I believe, yeah, because we talked about how like that was canceled mm-hmm. and, um, how Molly Birch was the next show that was coming up. Um, that show was amazing. We had it a lot, of, we had a really good time. Um, we were in the front. No one wanted to fight us this time to get in the front.
1: That's correct. So it was a good time. Yeah, the band was really like full. Um, mm-hmm. She had like a a five. It was like a five-piece band. Yeah, there were yeah. five.
0: Yeah, five pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she. I mean, her had,
1: included. Yeah, yeah, her included. Um, she did like keyboards mm-hmm. and like keyboard solos here and there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, her music was very sweet. Um, I think it really was a representation of how, you know, how she sounds like in her music, what she writes about, I think, you know, very genuine, very authentic, and um, I really felt that connection when she was singing that she was very honest with her words, you mm-hmm. know, like in her music. Yeah. It wasn't just like fabricated, you know, to be written
1: or anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, she did play a new song, but I forgot to ask her at the end if that's a single and mm-hmm. it, when that will come out. hmm It was really good. I enjoyed it. It was called Only Once, so look out for that i guess mm-hmm. we don't we don't even have any idea of like when it will come out or anything mm-hmm. so i guess we'll let y'all know mm-hmm. And then we had a pretty big event with Devendra.
0: Yeah, so Devendra came into town. Monica found out via the internet Mm -hmm. um, that he was going to be visiting Chicago to do a book signing for his poetry book that was just released. Um, His publisher is in Chicago, so I guess it was appropriate to have a book signing here. Mm -hmm. The book is called Weeping Gang, Bliss, Void, Yab, Yum. And it's just as confusing as it sounds. I think it's very true to Devendra. I think a lot of the poetry that he has in there is very similar to the way that he writes his music. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, he said very that similar. when he does poetry that he doesn't like to do the rhyming stuff. Because right, Because he yeah, already no, does yeah, that.
0: No, nothing, well, yeah. So, like, what I mean is um, kind of the, the obscurity of things, like silly, not, not, his, not that his writing is silly, but um, there's a more playfulness to it. Yeah. Um, in his book, it is playful, but a much more serious... more dark tone Mm -hmm. to it um I mean I'm not a huge fan of poetry so I'm not like well versed in like how how to describe it or like even like how to put words to right to describing it um but I mean I enjoyed it I think yeah it was similar to his music style not like in the rhyming sense I I still haven't read it actually cool 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 so Devendra had his book signing, and he also had a conversation with his publisher, who was also his friend. I think the conversation was kind of focused on the publisher, and I'm like, I just want to hear Devendra talk.
1: Yeah. That was,
0: like, not fun. And I think, from what I've seen, like, Devendra in, in interviews, um, you know, he's very vocal, but I think he seemed, like, a little shy this time, maybe. Like, he, he did, didn't want to... Like, some,
1: like, reserved... Or, mm-hmm. like, it seemed like he didn't, like, have anything prepared. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, that as anything well. goes.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that I took, well, there's two things that I took from it. Um, Devendra said, don't be afraid of rejection. Don't take things so Mm -hmm. personally. And I was like, okay, cool. Like definitely resonated. He also explained, um, that it's important to be persistent and not take no for an answer advocating for yourself.
1: I kind of just thought like, it's like a nice piece of merchandise as well to have like, Oh, Devendra, look at, uh, someone I look up to, he's, like, doing another art form, mm-hmm. and, like, I could get it, like, physically. So that's what I was, like, surprised to have.
0: And then also his poetry book contains, like, um, some of his like his artwork as well. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing that I wanted to share about that day, it was something very special. Um, the last time I saw Devendra um, was two years ago when they played at Talia Hall. There's, like, a picture of him and um, Fabrizio Moretti from... Uh, The Strokes, they're really good friends. They have a band together. We featured them on the podcast, Megapus, and that's also with Greg. Um, He does uh, drums with Devendra. And so there's a picture of him and Fab, Devendra and Fab, um, kind of like embraced together. And I made it into like a little button. Um, I used to like making like little crafty little buttons. So I'm like, oh, look, let me make one for Devendra. And that's what I gave him to last time. So keeping in the tradition of bringing him like a little token, um, I didn't. I wasn't feeling very crafty, so I, um, I got him like a little ramito of um, baby's breath, and he really liked it, so that was cool. And he wrote in my poetry book um, when he signed it, Gracias por las Flores, so that was very nice.
1: The final event that we want to talk about is that we saw Rocketman this opening weekend, and uh, we were very excited to see it, and then we saw it, and we kind of had mixed emotions. Mm-hmm. At least I thought it was going to be less musical style.
0: Right. Um, I thought it was going to be a movie closer to, like, what the Queen movie was, mm-hmm. where it's, like, just, like, their, um, you know, their biography. Yeah. And then with them performing the numbers. So we got into the theater, and I think, like, maybe, like, a minute or two in, like, it started with the musical numbers, um, yeah. the musical sequences, which I appreciate. I love musicals, but that's not what I wanted. Um,
1: I mean, it was still I mean, biographical, guess, like, yeah, but... Yeah,
0: um, not like that. It's like what I wanted, but it's not like what I was expecting. Like from the trailers, like there was nothing in the trailers. I guess sure. that, sh- no, that came yeah. up as a musical. Um, so when I started that, I'm like, oh, I just wasn't in the mindset. I wasn't prepared. I think that's what happened with like Les Misérables when it came out too. I did not know it was an opera, um, but I went with it. I think it's also because like I'm not that big of an Elton John fan. Like I know a few songs, so I feel maybe that's why I didn't really feel connected with it, or I was very appreciative of it. Um, I did love the colors. I loved the costumes. Um, I think Monica and I agreed, like, the, the storyline was a little bit redundant. You know, yeah. it's definitely his life, and, you know, it's a biography of his life, you know, storytelling. Um, but it was...
1: The situations it, were, like, too redundant. It was, like, mm-hmm. kind of like a formula, like, he'll perform. Or even, like, before the performance, mm-hmm. they show some, like, back backstage where, mm-hmm. you know, stuff is going down. Someone's, like, trying to, like, bring him back, but then mm-hmm. he, you know, resists. Well, we don't give so much away, but... It was just you know you'll see what you what we mean.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very. You're right. It was very like
1: uh, a formula. You know, like he does X Y Z. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one thing that we didn't talk about, I they kind of made it look like, um, of course, you know, being a performer is a job as well, and it could be draining, especially for someone who's like playing all these like sold out shows like day after day after day. Mm-hmm. But you know, a part of me is is thinking that like you know they made him look like he kind of didn't really like it, which I'm sure he probably did like it mm-hmm. performing. So, I think it was maybe just well, he he is a executive producer of the movie, so he he gave the ok's. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure he watched it all of these scenes like a million million times, but I mean, I I think maybe we're lacking in the in the the real truth so mm-hmm. over, you know, we have to make this dramatized to right. t- appeal yeah, they, and to I, keep people focused, but it's like, you know.
0: Right. I think it did. Yeah, you're right. I do see that, you know, maybe there, there was like a lack of, you know, of showing like his passion for his craft.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, I think it would have been a little bit more compelling and we kind of, we get soaked in to the emotions, like the deep emotions, but then it gets like kind of killed with, like, someone would, like, rise up and start singing. Mm-hmm. So th- to me, that's what ruined my expectation of or trying to get, like, mm-hmm. really, yeah, experience to, like, I thought I was going to be really inspired. Not that I wasn't inspired, but just I wish I was more in there and, and taken out less.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I also wanted to um, kind of, like, go back and think about other movies that have been
0: about musicians. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think overall we liked the movie Queen, Um, But I think there could have been more substance, more truth in that as well. Yeah,
1: and again, like, they they have to fabricate stuff because it's like, oh, we have to keep everyone, like, entertained, like, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff isn't going to be real 100%, -hmm. but to me, you know, it's, to me, it's, I like the truth, so... Mm -hmm.
0: And then um, I went back to watch Across the Universe because that's one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I watched it when I was younger, like in high school, and I thought it was the best movie. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I was like, you know what, like, let me watch it again with these set of eyes, with this mm-hmm. experience that I currently have. And I still think that movie um, is great. I still have it at a high standard, and I thought the film was great. I thought the storyline was great. I think um, maybe why that movie was maybe a little bit more successful I mean, I'm not looking at numbers. I'm not thinking about anything but like like
1: that. But maybe that movie w- was a little bit more better or more. Um, well, Rocketman, it's advertised better. Like when back in the day, I never saw like advertisements for. A well, right. So- no. No. Yeah. I just think overall, like maybe it was just like a better telling
0: of the Beatles' music, and they took the. There was definitely references to the Beatles and what was happening oh, at yeah. those times, but they took the Beatles out of that and used the music to tell a different story. or right. like they used to to craft the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mumbi like Mamma Mia as well. I mean, that was a musical first. I don't even know like when that musical started, Maybe but you know, nineties maybe, maybe I don't know, girl. But um, all I'm saying is that I just think those movies were like better.
1: So like, make it not autobiographical. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I wanted to know about Elton John, so I would not want to see that. If mm-hmm. I'm going to see a movie with Elton John music, I want to see it. Yeah, but I
0: feel like you're, if, if you're also trying to, like, educate people on a, a certain artist or, you know, document that kind of, like, memoir
1: style, I think just, like... A documentary is... Yeah, maybe you know. a documentary or mm-hmm. maybe, like,
0: not have such a, like, a heavy influence on in music. But then again, like, looking at the kind of music that he has, you know, made... And kind of like his life, like it makes sense to have a musical, you know. It's sure, just yeah, no, it makes, yeah, or have it be like that over the top. I personally thought some of like the graphics, I mean not the graphics, the editing or like the, I thought the special effects were kind of like over the top or like really cheesy. Like even was just like okay, mm. like this is like too much.
1: Yeah, but that's just or like, I just like, thought it was like cheesy. Mm-hmm. It was very um, a lot of showing and telling, mm-hmm. where like good filming, you don't have to do the telling, where it's mm-hmm. like. We understand, like, if we see a sad character, we don't need to be here like, oh, he's sad because mm-hmm. well, you know it's like we know we understand right. we, we're already compelled and right yeah. So to me, that's mm-hmm. you know a red flag for me personally. I really liked the um, the scenes where he's in
0: LA. The early scenes, like when they yeah. just landed. Yeah, I liked that part. Yeah, I really like that section of the movie. Um, in the trailers, they have him playing Gator. Cro- what's it? Called? Crocodile Rock. Crocodile Rock. Gator Rock. Crocodile Rock, and they have him like kind of like elevated um like I'm sorry, levitating and they have the audience levitating as well. And that really reminded me of Across the Universe. Yeah. I was so ready for like that kind of like feeling again, experiencing that. It wasn't there hundred percent. Understand, you know, like different directors' takes, you know, like yeah. things have advanced, I guess like an editing. So it wasn't like there for me personally but um there's also a scene where like they're in the pool and that also gave me across universe vibes yeah i um, mean i liked that uh sequence a little better i thought that gave me more of that feeling yeah um
1: i honestly didn't like it how they kept bringing him as a little kid back because then that again that goes yeah, back to the show and tell but
0: on, but i think that was necessary though because all the trauma that he experienced as a child sure. like that really has to do with a lot of the things that he was going through and those scenes made me so sad um yeah but I definitely think those pieces were uh, needed to tell his story. All right.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, please. I mean, I, I definitely want people to see the movie because, I mean, even like, you know, the gay aspect to it, it's like I want people, I want Hollywood to know that people do want to see these kinds of stories mm-hmm. as well. Yes. So, I mean, to me, I just, I'm just nitpicky about the filmmaking and like the directing choices of what was necessarily in, needed to be included. In the movie, we want to get into um, our picks and our themes, but I just want to say that Igor is a very good record, as well as Dedicated by Carly Rae Jepsen, and that came out within the time that um, we've been gone. Mm -hmm. So and also
0: Flor de Loache, we need we still need to listen to that, but it came out on Friday. Mm -hmm. That's a mariachi band. mm -hmm, A female mariachi band, and um, Divino Niño has been dropping some singles, and they've been really great. So those are our quick. Music, new releases,
1: recommendations. Yes. All right. So let's get into the theme. And it is... In a Funk. We were inspired because it's been such a tricky time with the wet- the Chicago weather. I think throughout the country, obviously. Yeah, definitely climate um, change. Yeah, like the raining, the cold, the summer. So we translated to that. Like, well, what about like when humans are in a funk? Like, mm-hmm. we're up and down and just in a confusing time of our lives, you know, whatever the case may be. And I was talking to my supervisor at work, and he was like, haven't you noticed that, like, like everyone on Facebook has been, like, in a troubled spot? Like, everyone's been through something, like, in the past few days. So I think that just, you know, kind of goes with this as well.
0: Mm-hmm. So. And I think, too, like, the weather's a reflection of, like, our moods. Um, That's what I was thinking, too. So I mean, I, you're sick, I mean, yeah. allergies, runny noses, like, my throat's closing up. Yeah, so let's get into it so the first artist we're featuring are some of my friends i think i like them more than monica does oh yeah um this is the arctic monkeys black Triacle. lately i've been seeing things belly button pieces
1: in the sky at night when we're side by side
0: So my favorite line of that song is that last line that Monica faded out. Somebody told the stars you're not coming out tonight. Um. Ooh. Yeah. I think yeah, it's a really little well, you know, yeah. Like, some days you just don't want to go out, like it's cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. Live your life. I also want to um put my disclaimer out there again. I don't really like the Arctic monkeys anymore. Oh, wow. So you're saying it out loud. I mean I've been saying it. Oh, okay. There's okay. no shame. Um I just think there's I just don't think it's not the same... Oh, wait, yeah, we have been saying it mm-hmm. together. Um, I really do like them. Um, this album, you know, Prior, and AM is still really good. I like that one a lot. Um, but this is, like, the last, I think, solid, solid album, I think, that they really made. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just... Not that I don't like them anymore. It's just... I don't know. We need to break up. I, they're, what does what, 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 what um, Anne Hathaway say in the movie? I love you. I just don't like you anymore. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. What movie did she That's say That's One that? Day. Oh. It's like a book, too. Jim Sturges is not it.
1: Yeah, that's a good... And yeah, so I really like that one as well. It's it like, a long it movie. It's like It's sad, too, yeah. so like, if
0: you want to do that, if you want to commit to it, do it. That's
1: like a good like in a funk
0: day movie, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, if you're looking like a sad in a funk, like get deeper in the funk. Yeah, and um, it's like a gritty mm-hmm.
1: look to it. Okay, let's mm-hmm. go back to the song. Yeah,
0: back to the song. Um, I think he's just being very shitty in this song, and sometimes when you're in a funk, you're just shitty. I mean, as long as you can get out of that funk,
1: great. Like me an hour ago.
0: Yeah, um... But, you know, sometimes, you know, you're just shitty, you're in a bad mood, and I think this song, like, really encapsulates that, you know, just being really, like, hard to handle. Um, So, I didn't know what black treacle is.
1: Apparently, it's, like, kind of like a molasses, or, like, it gives it, like... Oh, that's why you looked up molasses. Yeah, I looked at a... Um, Ew. Okay, yeah. I see that. Like sometimes your heart feels like that too uh-huh. when you're just not feeling one hundred percent nice. Mm-hmm. It's just like Google it, and you'll see like it's just like a black. Um, it looks like tar. Yeah, and a um, very smooth tar. Mhm.
0: Like almost like melted chocolate too, but it's thicker. Um, there's more viscosity in that, and um, primarily used for sweetening and flavoring foods in the United States, Canada, and elsewhere. Okay. So sometimes things just move very, very slowly. Exactly.
1: Like, um, unlike my dislike for them, Mm -hmm. like, that went down real quick after AM.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, me too. Like, I agree. I just, Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm holding on.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I don't want to, like, keep on bagging on them. I mean, this production Mm -hmm. is really, really good. Mm -hmm. And, like, even, like, the visuals, like, the, the album cover is so simple um, I remember like the it's just pic- a cream
0: toned yeah with the black cream toned
1: so and like I, I think this was like the last of like the poetic Alex Turner mm-hmm. that we we we've heard so that's why yeah I, I really don't
0: know what happened um, like Devendra says Mama I ain't waiting but I'm still holding on mm-hmm. so yeah it's still this whole record it. Mm-hmm. and
1: and before is so honorable like to yeah. to like the the people in the band. Mm-hmm. Like they uh, yeah and it
0: can be honestly like it's waste of talent too mm-hmm. like it's not fair to you it's not fair for your bandmates but then again maybe they, they like the music that they're making now maybe like they, they like the direction that they're going in and that's great yeah we can't criticize that but you know we just know in our opinion in our hearts that this is like where their true
1: talent really lies yeah i i can wholeheartedly mm-hmm. say that and i
0: still wear my are you Mind t-shirt she does so this is off their "Suck It and See" album. It was released in two thousand eleven, and it's on the Domino um, record label.
1: Which that's a really cool record label. Check Wholes, out any, is on the it. Kills.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, well, they have. I think they. I don't think they. Their whole discography is off of that. Mm-hmm. But I like the "Blood Pressures" record. That's the first one I listened to them. I think we play a lot of whenever we play Arctic Monkeys, a Black Keys song is gonna. Follow. pop up on mm-hmm. this uh set list so i think they go really well together i think yeah. they even toured together so yeah that's why we want i wanted together. to see that tour in 2013 mm, i had an anatomy exam the next day so i couldn't go oh no anyway um, all right so our next song is by the
0: black keys and it's called sinister kid
1: Okay so if you are a sinister kid I, I don't think it's a funk I think that's you know like you know that's like that's permanent so yeah, that's not good
0: not good so but sometimes you're just feeling angry and mm-hmm. you know or in a you know feeling some tor- sort of way and yeah.
1: so I guess this is what can happen if you don't fix you know fix something right. when you're in yeah. a
0: funk yeah don't like keep living in a funk please address your issues yeah
1: all right, so yeah, this is the Black Keys and again like I lo- this is like a good innovative sound, um cleaner than most of like the previous records that they had. I think yeah, that w- this was like the cleanest
0: mm-hmm. record that they
1: had at that time. Well, no, this is the cleanest record that they've had. No, well no cuz this stuff now that um, I know like the Turn Blue record, mm-hmm. like that's a clean sound. Okay. So like t- this was released in 2010. Okay, so this was like saying. the cleanest, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know we already spoke a lot about this record, but I mean, this, this the lyrics for sure just fit with the theme. So mm-hmm. that's why we keep bringing it back. Yeah.
0: I think this album was one of their best albums as well. Just like how we were talking about the Arctic Monkeys and yeah. kind of like they changed in sound. I think they're still a good band.
1: I just think it's just a different... Yeah, they're geniuses. but mm-hmm. And, you know, they rock really hard too, so... I just think the, this
0: the, is the the direction that they went in it was just kind of like different mm-hmm. than
1: what we and, thought. yeah, I know El Camino like that had actually a bigger response than this one brothers cuz like El Camino they were using like their music in like freaking like Dominos like pizza commercials like don't 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 don't, don't mm-hmm. eat pizza like um yeah and like everyone was like eating or eating listening to like gold on the ceiling howling or no howling for you was on this one but Mm -hmm. um lonely boy was like the big sell but that was
0: on vampire diaries i remember
1: oh see, yeah just the Mm -hmm. commercial yeah
0: because they don't even want to sell out right because weren't they, like, on, like, one I mean, of those yeah. shows, like, the Morning America, not Morning Americas, but, like, the Sunday morning show? Yeah. They interviewed them, and they didn't even want to do, like, um, like a Swedish car commercial or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Because they
1: don't want to sell out. I mean, now, like, you know, artists don't really have a lot of control of what happens mm-hmm. to their music after it's been recorded. Um, you know, the record, I blame the record labels so I remember I gave him a lot of, like, I was just like, oh, the black, he sold out. But it's not really them. It's the label. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, yeah. All right. So
0: that was on the Brothers album, on the label Nonsuch, and it was released in 2010.
1: Our next one is sad. Mm-hmm. So here is Leaving L.A. by Tobias Jesso Jr. <music> ¶¶ of wanted to leave like any like love out of this but this song i think is after like the love part like he's not sure of himself and i really like that lyric move town there's nothing else around here without her so he's like even has to figure out what he has to do
0: Mhm. i think yeah the theme of the song is overall like being like very mopey i i personally interpret the song that you know like they've already broken up mm-hmm. but i think The dialogue that they're having in the beginning is more, um, like, after the fact that they break up, maybe, like, they're living together, and he just, like, wants to know, like, well, how long are you here for? Like, what's going on? Um, And, you know, maybe, like, the reason he did move to L.A. was because of this person, and, like, now that they broke up, there's really nothing left, you know,
1: in that town for him, in that space for him. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all he had planned, that Mm -hmm. relationship, which, I mean, I don't advocate Mm -hmm. for that, but that's a funk within itself having your whole life be revolved around a relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it's a funk. I think it's just, like, something that needs to be addressed. Oh, something yeah. that you need to learn. Yeah. yeah.
0: Something that needs to be, um, you know, more independence, more, you know, not losing yourself. But, yeah, I think, like, uh, it, what you're saying, like, yeah, like, in a funk, like, something, you know, that you put all your eggs in one basket and, Ooh, you know. Yeah. Exactly. And then, you know, having that been, like, taken away from you, like, that's all, you know, your foreseeable future was with that person, and then, for whatever reason, you know, it's gonna snatch from you. Yeah. For whatever reason, and mm-hmm. you're kind of, like, in a funk now, it's like, well, what do I do, like... This was my plan. This was, you know, this was supposed to work. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think, you know, we didn't mean to put this in here, you know, as a relationship, like, breakup thing. Um, I just think it's kind of like a mood, you know, like setting your sights on something, you know, planning for something and then not then not having it work out. And then being like, well, now what? Like, what do I do? There's, like, nothing for me here.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, like, even his performance, too, mm-hmm. is just, like, he's not certain mm-hmm. as well. You know, I don't get, like, the whole... One hundred percent mopey, but it's just like oh wait, I'm just mm-hmm. like. You know, I think frozen. for me,
0: for me, what I get the mopey is like the actual instrumental in the beginning. Yeah.
1: Do 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 yeah. do do. it's kind of to me. It's, it's like, sort of like, wah, wah, like wah, very waiting know? room. Mm-hmm.
0: It is waiting room, and yeah. then um, the background vocals. Ooh,
1: yeah, do, like, I heard, like
0: I like that. I, to me that it, like that certain part's like not mopey, but I think it goes along with that mood. Very just like okay, well, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Like what do I do now? Like. It's just not working out.
1: Yeah, it's like kind of like a next step, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of mood. But the production, when I first listened to the song, it resonated with me. Um, Maybe not the situation, but I was compelled because of the lyrics and his performance, as well as like the instrumentation. There was like a piano. They have like like a little synth ringer, Mm -hmm. Um, like you know those bells, and like the piano picks up, Mm -hmm. and then it comes back down, and we get like another verse. Mm -hmm. I, I mean. I was I was so shook on this whole record. This you know? record is beautiful. Yeah. Um
0: it's definitely like a breakup sad boy record uh-huh. for sure. Um, it got I, me- we we've, we've talked about this before. I just think it's very beautiful and I think it's very genuine as well. Like the piano like him singing, I think it just goes along so well. And again, it goes back to like genuine storytelling, you know, being authentic to yourself.
1: Yeah. So this record like got me into like singer songwriter. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Tobias Gesso Jr., when I think of, when I say that I like singer songwriter, I always like revert back to this record. Like Mm -hmm. that's the power he has personally to me. So this song is called Leaving L.A. It is from the
0: Goon album. Um, It is on the True Panther Sounds record label, and it was released in 2015. Wow, four years ago.
1: Yeah, that's a good name for a record. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to be... I want to look more into that. I'll do that after this. Okay, and we'll get back to y'all. Yes.
0: Okay, in our next series of songs, um, these are all pretty different. They differ in... Timeline and style. Uh, The past three that we played are kind of more. um, They go. They go um, well together, um, genre-wise, style-wise,
1: narrative-wise. Like their spirit is a little bit like more neutral. Like Mm -hmm. these next ones are real. They have deep. Yeah, they're deep. They're deep.
0: The artists, you know, they're going through different things, and we just wanted to preface that before
1: we move forward. Yes, here is "Why I Cry" by Best Coast.
0: this is one of my favorite songs off of the off of this album
1: yeah the only place Mm -hmm. this was the first record i ever bought and i bought it that week that it came out at the time uh it was high school still so nothing was really going on emotionally so i didn't you know this record is uh you know it's not that it wasn't as deep to me Mm -hmm. i think
0: it was deeper for me like uh like, I feel like I didn't have, like, a teen angst phase, and I think mm-hmm. I had it in college. And um, oh, wow. these songs are very relatable for me in college. Um, Crazy For You and The Only plays, um, I think what really resonated with me um, with this lyric, with these lyrics that we just featured, um, You Don't Know Why I Cry, mm-hmm. uh, You Seem to Think You Know Everything. And it's like, you know, when you confide in people or you go to people for advice, you know, they give you, obviously, their perspective and, like, their opinion, and it's like, you don't get it. Like... Mm-hmm. You like you think you know everything, just like she's saying. Like you think that you know you have like a more worldly experience, you have more wisdom, but it's like you don't understand. Like you're not listening, and um, I think that's kind of what she
1: captures. You know,
0: in this song, she's in a funk. You know, she's trying to like deal with it know.
1: herself, and the fact that people are trying to like tell her what's Correct. going on. Yeah. yeah, I definitely relate to that now. Mm-hmm. I could definitely um, understand that mm-hmm. better. I'm wondering if she wrote a lot of these lyrics too, or. You know, yeah, wrote a lot of these lyrics, um, you know, earlier when when she was younger. Because remember the last record, like she would take from her journals. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering because this is a lot more teen angst.
0: Yeah, definitely. And like
1: this is more complex. like me explaining that I'm like, wow, that's like teen angst. Yeah, <laughs> um, this second record that they had, the only place. Um, is a lot more complex than that first one. Whereas definitely. like, you know, she would sing about her cat and just like sunny LA. Mm-hmm. Where this one Her love life. Yeah. Like Yeah.
0: hmm Um yeah, I think this definitely gets down um, more deeper and uh, maybe she didn't cover, you know, more like notebooks or more diaries that she had and sure. write yeah. about it.
1: That's something I guess I would ask her, but I don't know if she likes to talk about this record. Because it's I think it's different than at, at the time, of course, like she was proud of it, but I think I, I think I saw an interview where she she was like oh you know yeah the only place haha ha. hmm. I was like okay like yeah. you know did you yeah like, maybe, you know? maybe kind of like shrugging it off like let's not talk about it yeah let's move on yeah
0: so this song is called um, you don't know why I cry it's off of the only place album. Um, the record label is Mexican Summer, and this was released in 2012. And the artist is Best Coast.
1: Yeah, it's a good record to to listen to in full if, mm-hmm. you know, there's a couple other ones that are a little mopey, I guess. Let's mm-hmm. use that word again. And um, there's, like, also bonus tracks that don't come on this vinyl. They're called Mean Girls and Angsty, and you can find that, I'm sure, on Spotify, but I listen to them on Apple Music. And I remember just always blasting them uh, when I was at that age when I discovered this record. Well, when the c- record came out, because I was mm-hmm. already a Best Coast fan. And I also want to just kind of, like, a little fun fact just about us. You know, we, okay. really, we
0: really do, like, Best Coast. Like, their first two albums are really great, and yeah. I think we've listened to them so much. um, like We just, like, know all the lyrics to the songs. Yeah. And, um, I mean, at the top of our heads, like, you know, we don't know them, but whenever a song plays, like, we can just sing it through. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, Monica and, yeah. and I, we did that one day, and it was a lot of fun. It kind of, like, brought us back to yeah well, earlier days
1: mm-hmm. and then i'll probably listen to mean girls and angsty uh, at the end of this and i'll probably be brought back but uh yeah crazy for you um best coast in general crazy for you like that was like my first indie records mm-hmm. too so that hold you know they hold a place in my heart hey this one is a classic um this song is called
0: paranoid and it's by black sabbath
1: got into rock music in general because of uh the game rock band and this was in the original one so that's how i fell in love with this song and like the sound but i guess recently i was like let's let's just get into metal um but you know i have a starter band i'll listen to the early black sabbath stuff and i think that's like the most metal i'll get is like kind of the in quote, stoner metal where it's like more like the hard rock 70s Um, And I I also like the band Sleep, too. So that's kind of the metal that I like, but you know This is like a piece of history this, you know, Black Sabbath where they kind of um, Well, you know, it's kind of like Led Zeppelin where they kind of just took rock and made it like super heavy Well, Black Sabbath took like Led Zeppelin and made that super heavy and like gritty So it's very tolerable in my book. So on to the lyrics this came out in 1971 and of course like this music was kind of the devil but um, if you look at the lyrics, it's like what's not relatable about this? It's like all day long I think of things, but nothing seems to satisfy. think I'll lose my mind if I don't find something to pacify, he's singing about heavy struggles along with like the heavy music, and that was something that wasn't really being done in that time. Mm-hmm. And um, it's super relatable content. It's just played differently and you know, maybe played, a little bit more negative, negatively than you know, the Beatles were playing music. Mm-hmm. Like people got scared that people
0: were that you know musicians were actually talking about things that they were actually going through. That like it's not everything's not going to be like seen through rose colored glasses. Yeah, you know, people started using music. I mean, people have been using music, you know, as a form of self expression. But you know, when something's in the mainstream, when like youth, um, you know, like this sort of music or any sort of music that's popular at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I guess, like, other, like, authoritative figures are looking down, like, this is, like, trash, like, why are we, like, promoting this kind of music, why are we promoting this kind of messages, but it's, like, this is what people are going through, but this is what people want to listen to.
1: Right, and, like, they were, like, even saying stuff like that when the Beatles, like, were starting, too, parents didn't want their kids listening to the Beatles, I mean, they <sighs> yeah. played about Honestly, love and stuff, yeah. but, whatever, um, this is completely different, That so. was, like, me rolling my eyes audibly, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, times were changing, and. I mean, metal, when that came out, like, that was super heavy. And today, you know, it it just keeps on getting heavy and heavier, which, I mean, I I personally have a limit, but I think it's so cool that, you know, just, like, the next level keeps on coming up.
0: So because I didn't have much to say about this song, I'm going to be talking about the facts. Um, So this song is called Paranoid. It's off the Paranoid album. Um, It is recorded on the
1: Warner Brothers record label, and it was released in 1971. This next one is called Drug Song by Alan Hull, H-U-L-L. song is about drug use um it seems to me that he's very experienced he's doing like all these kinds of drugs but eventually they're taking a toll on him and i really like a lyric um it says if you drive me mad you'll make mother very sad and she'll maybe even cry she she'll maybe shed a tear so i don't relate to that in like the drug part but you know if anything were to like make me sad like my mom would be sad as well. Well, she'd probably be angry, but and you know I took that as a personal thing, and along with like the instrumental, like that really resonates with me. Just like how everything is played and how he just performs the song. But I think the song does bring awareness to you know the the harms of drugs after like long periods of time with it. I mean maybe even short periods of time. We don't know. He doesn't really specify that, but um, you know he said I took some speed and ran around in circles. Thousand miles, thousand miles, or maybe even more. Took a trip, lost all common sense. So it's, you know, everything is being affected. I just like Ellen Hall because he just makes a lot of uh, emotional music. So that's good to like, you know, coping music, breakups, um, you know, alcoholism, drug use. But I mean, I can't really relate to a lot, but it's just, you know, deeper. It kind of shows you a different world. This is off his record, Pipe Dream. Uh, The label is Charisma, and this was released in 1973. I like that classic 70s soft rock sound. And then we want to end this episode on like a more fun note. So Mm -hmm. this is, uh, Rebecca really wanted to have this one on here.
0: All right. So the last song on our playlist is Candela by the Buena Vista Social Club. So the beginning of this song is a scenario that the singer is, well, yeah, the singer and the songwriter are, you know, explaining, um, un ratón y un gato, kind of like setting up, like, they're the ones who are, you know, making the music and dancing, el gato is the dancer, el ratón, I guess he's the one making the music, and the line that, that our sample includes is, y ahora, si quieren bailar, buscan otro timbalero, so they're saying, like, find another guy to play the timbal. And then it starts off with Ay candela, candela me quemo," and kind of saying like, "Call the call like the fire brigade, you know, to take out this fire." Um, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot going on, but like to me, to me, I interpret it as um, when being in a funk. Sometimes you know they're a little bit more like escalated funk. Some is I need this, you know, this situation to go away. I need this to be put out now. Like, what can I do? How can I strategize to resolve whatever I'm what's ever happening at this point in time mm-hmm. um so that's like kind of like how I interpret it and why I wanted to keep it um in um this playlist so Ibrahim Ferrer is the one singing the song um it's the Buena Vista Social Club um, but he's the one singing and Faustino or um is actually the person who wrote this song and he gives him like a shout out um in this section that we provided for you all um, so, you know, he's even calling on to them to, you know, to pull out the fire, to put out the fire. Um, so I just like the kind of the redundancy of this song and the specific section that we picked out. This is from the Buena Vista Social Club self-titled album. It was released
1: on the World Circuit record label and it was released in 1997. And I think that concludes the theme for In a Funk. I hope we provided some diverse sounds and, um, funks for mm-hmm. you.
0: So before we close out the episode, um, as we mentioned, happy Pride Month. We hope that you all are celebrating responsibly and carefully. We also want to promote um, supporting LGBTQIA businesses and content creators and kind of, you know, keeping everything close within the family and not really um, giving your money to big corporations, just putting pride on everything please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Hermanas con Vinyl. You can find our podcast on SoundCloud and on the Apple podcast app. Thank you so much. Have a great week.